Hello, I'm Alberto Salvato. Welcome to Crime Time, a Virginia criminal law podcast. I'm here with Anna Dvorak, Anthony Norse, and Ann Thayer. Enjoy the show. So here it is, legal disclaimer, because we are lawyers and we've got to write one. So if you are listening to this podcast, thank you. We sincerely hope you are listening to this podcast for its entertainment value and not with the intention of acquiring legal advice for any individual case or situation. I mean, come on, you wouldn't take advice from someone you have never met or spoken to directly, right? If you were bleeding profusely, you wouldn't listen to a podcast in hopes of a bandage somehow materializing over the internet and onto your 3D printer. Seeking actual legal advice can be just as important as a tourniquet. The hosts of this podcast are in no way intending to create an attorney-client relationship with any listener. Sorry, we are sure you all are great people, but we cannot stress enough how little we know of you and your case. And rather than risk an awkward moment, let us just remember we have never met. Nothing on this platform should be taken as legal advice for any individual case or situation. We are just a group of friends with differing opinions and viewpoints, which we will try to explore through discussions of current events, law changes, and whatever else floats our fancy. Well, here we are again, another episode of Crime Time. Some exciting news. I'm super pumped up because the summer is right around the corner and COVID is out and the summer is in. And it's exciting time for many of us as attorneys because, quite frankly, things start to happen. And especially with uh, people going out and getting into, why well, it's bad for society, but probably good for us uh, financially. It's that people are going out there getting into more trouble. And... Uh, going to court and needing attorneys. So what can go wrong? Uh, We have graduations all at the same time. We have restaurants are starting to open up, bars are opening up. You got people going outside for barbecues, having sausage fest type things, cornhole tournaments. People are playing volleyball. I know Ann does a lot of that. I know Ann is chasing her kids around pools and they might be going around uh, uh, causing a ruckus themselves. And Tony, nobody really knows what he's doing. So uh, I thought maybe we could all talk about what our a what our plans are for the summer and what uh, what's going on after that. Tony, how about you? So I plan to uh, work quite a bit this summer. It's very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> if, as you can see, Tony. I mean, not that you can see it on the podcast, but Tony is always working. I mean, just he's always got a crisp button down shirt on. Right now, he doesn't have the tie on. But as soon as we're off this podcast, he's back to whatever <laughs> mysterious men do. There what is do a good. Good possibility I might take a three-day weekend sometime in July, maybe around the 4th. He might button one less uh, button on that shirt of his and actually open it up a little bit and show his white T-shirt. <laughs> that's that's going crazy for Tony. <laughs> <laughs> and are you playing a whole bunch of volleyball tournaments this uh, this upcoming weeks, months? Not tournaments, just playing with friends. And Anna, what are you doing? Well, we're doing our family vacation up to Cape Cod to see to see my husband's family. And then we'll probably do a long weekend in the Chesapeake Bay area because my son is doing space camp in the Virginia Space Flight Academy this summer. Space and camp. so that's over on the near Wallops Island. So it takes forever to get there. So we'll probably spend a couple of days, you know, hanging out uh, with some friends on the water, probably getting really bad sunburn and lots of mosquito bites, but it should be relaxing. Isn't Wallops out in Virginia, right by Chincoteague? Or right. I'm thinking something else. Okay. Yeah. So since you're out there and you're going to be hanging out with friends, you're going to be going outside and maybe having a barbecue with some alcohol involved. I constantly follow the rules, Alberto. So I don't know what you're talking about. I'm very boring. <laughs> but maybe your friends are. Somebody has to be the designated driver, and that's Anna. <laughs> well, what are you up to this summer, Alberto? I'm going to a dude ranch. 
in the <laughs> uh, in Arkansas, and I apparently I have no idea what that is, but I I've been watching City Slickers this uh, the last couple of weeks, and I think Jack Palance, if he's well, he's he's dead, but if they have anybody like Jack Palance, I'm in trouble. But uh, I've got to ask why Arkansas. Um, I don't know. Uh, no clue. It's kind of like a reunion for for my wife's family. It's more like a wedding anniversary for my in-laws. I think it's going to be 60 years together, either 55 or 60 years, one of the two. But uh, it's always a good party. There's like 15 people. Actually, I'm sorry. There's like 15 grandkids. So you figure there's seven siblings there and oh, it's just a lot of people. I can't. I, after 20 years of marriage, I still can't name any of them. Or most of them, I should say. But anyhow, but we we do we do want to uh, brush up on some of the laws that might be affected <laughs> that might affect <laughs> us here. Which which uh, I usually the one that's probably in the most danger, and that's probably being like a drunk in public, things like that, uh, having beer mm-hmm. open containers in public. Those are all violations, especially in Virginia. Uh, we have, uh, for instance, there's a you know, especially in July first, we have the new marijuana laws coming. So I have a feeling a lot of people who go out to Virginia Beach are going to end up smoking some marijuana out in the beach. And they may may be surprised at the enforcement that they're going to have over there because I don't think Virginia Beach has ever stopped enforcing the marijuana laws out there. Uh, I think they tried, but they they kept doing it. And they are not one of the more progressive jurisdictions as far as I'm concerned. I, uh, well, right I would say that. that I think what we'll see at Virginia Beach, especially in the next several weeks, and maybe in the Sandbridge area as well, as we'll see a lot of young kids from Northern Virginia and around the state who are going to go to what has been perennially known as Beach Week. I miss my Beach Week because I had a broken leg right before Beach Week. So I couldn't go down for the shenanigans that ensued. But a lot of things go on at Beach Week that are such as underage drinking, you know, somebody con somebody's parents into renting a beach house for them and hijinks ensue. And and most of the time, we all have fond memories of that. But sometimes things go awry and police come and there's all sorts of things that happen, like underage drinking. But, you know, and before you can even get to the underage drinking, somebody has to illegally purchase it or give it to the kids illegally. I know. And the fake IDs these days are pretty good. Yeah. You guys remember that uh, the story maybe a couple of years back or maybe three or four years back when the family hosted a party, graduation party, and the parents bought booze for underage uh, participants. And I think they're, they're in there being a, an accident and a fatality and the parents were charged with providing the alcohol for minors it's just never a good idea even though those minors were supposed to be drinking in their home and i think keys were collected but you know things happen kids sneak out they've been sneaking out since the history of sneaking out so you know it's just it's not a good idea if you're a parent to to host a party where your friend your your kids friends are going to be drinking it's it's really tempting to be the parent that introduces your a lot of parents will say I'm going to introduce my kid to alcohol at home. They'll learn about responsible drinking, you know, or I'd rather have them drinking with their friends in my home so I can control things. That's what generally, I don't subscribe to that. I think you can get in really big trouble as these parents did. I think they got charged with like 18 counts of contributing to a delinquency of a minor, which is 18 misdemeanors. But really the larger part of it is if something happens to somebody at your house, you have to live with that. And a lot of kids, I mean, we hear about it all the time, kids at college parties drinking way too much and then freaking out and not calling their, not calling rescue when they need to because they're worried they're going to get busted for underage drinking and instead of like tending to their friend who's like passed out or fell down some stairs and they really need help. I've spoken to high schools at times with police officers saying, you know, we've, we've said in episode three 
like, look, shut the front door. Don't talk to the police. But there are times in our lives when we have to make decisions where we're doing something we're not supposed to, but by not calling the police or rescue, we, we could cause you know, we could not help a friend who might die. And so living with an underage possession of alcohol, which is not much of a crime versus having a friend like die of alcohol poisoning or something because you didn't call rescue, that's that's a pretty hard thing. And we those stories pop up, especially around now in the news. And I basically, you know, I basically, as we go into the summer, I want our listeners to think about really the consequences of not just having fun, but what happens when something goes wrong um, and how do you handle that in regards to the criminal law, but also just as a human being. And also, I think people should remember that Virginia has the so-called safe harbor law. So if there is somebody who's overdosing uh, on drugs or alcohol or both, there are a lot of protections for the person that reports it and tries to get help there. So uh, it's not worth taking the risk. Uh, that someone's going to die, uh, you should call the police in that instance to get help for that person and know that there is a safe harbor law in Virginia. What do you think, Alberto, all the time, you know, in in your summer experience, like what is it that you would have wanted to know as when you graduated from high school and were heading off to either Beach Week or doing things you weren't perhaps supposed to do, technically supposed to do after in well, high school? What would you like to know? Well, the funny, like, A, uh, when you're a kid, teenager, or even young young adult, even in the early 20s, you just have this feeling like you will not get stopped. You're never going to be pulled over. Nowadays, with uh, I mean, half the things that I did as a kid, I wouldn't be an attorney now if I ever got caught for many of the things. I mean, just anything is driving after having too many. I mean, things like that happen. Some of the decisions I made uh, going to parties I shouldn't have gone to. You know, of course, the statute of limitations over, so you guys can't investigate any, anything on those. But on this, on this. <laughs> On the serious note, you have to be, I wish I knew how serious the consequences were, because looking back, I've I've represented so many people who have really jeopardized their future by doing something stupid that really, I would say over 50% of the population has done, they just haven't gotten caught. And I'm talking about drinking in public. I'm talking about smoking in public. I'm talking about even driving buzzed, you know, there's those commercials, buzz driving is drunk driving. It's absolutely right. I mean, no matter what, you can get an accident with a 0 .07, 0 0.07, 0.06 and hurt somebody else and you got behind the wheel because you thought you were invincible. And that's just not the case. Nowadays with Uber and Lyft and, and all the other different rides that you could possibly get, there's really no excuse to get behind the wheel or, or do anything. Uh, the other issue is hosting parties. Uh, really got to be careful with uh, the people who come to your house and, and letting them drive. Uh, it's, it's okay to ask whether or not somebody's got a plan on getting home. It's okay to tell them, Hey, listen, you can crash here. Or let me call you an Uber. Uh, really be careful about that, because at the end of the day, even though you're not the one who got them in the car, it's going to come back to you one way or the other, whether or not it's just guilt or or you provide whatever it is. It's it's just something you're going to have to live with. It's a decision that you made that's not that's just not wise. Well, and you do a lot of juvenile work um, and I'm sure that stuff has come up a lot for you. Um, what would you tell um, parents of juveniles as, or juveniles themselves as we get into the summer months? You just got to watch where your kids are, know where they are and make sure you're tracking everything they're doing. Um, you're giving your kid a car. You got to make sure you know where they are, if they're drinking, if they're using drugs, if they're driving kids around when they're limited on a permit when they shouldn't be. If they're out past curfews, you know, for some areas that have curfews in place. I was out in National Harbor last weekend. Like they 
juveniles aren't allowed out after like 6 p.m. They've got signs like everywhere. That's not in Virginia, but you got to pay attention to the area that you're in. Why are they not allowed after 6 p.m.? That's interesting. I have no idea. They have signs that they must be having problems with kids out in the National Harbor area. I have no idea. They were like everywhere. And interesting, this summer is just going to be totally different than all the past because you have a lot of people who've been pent up and staying inside. So maybe that's what they're worried about. And all these restrictions are being lifted, especially somewhere like the National Harbor. You're going to have tons of people showing up. Yeah, I don't know if they've had vandalism. I don't know, but they have like the big like black machines with the gold lettering up everywhere saying juvenile curfew at 6 p.m. to whatever time in the morning. I forget it was. And the crazy thing about this area is you can end up being in three different jurisdictions facing three different laws. You know, Maryland, D.C., and Virginia, pretty quickly, you go to National Harbor, you get into D.C. Yeah, and if you go into Maryland to the beach out there, Ocean City, you got to deal with Delaware as well. You might just go up a little bit too too far north, end up being in Rehoboth or what's, which one's first, Rehoboth or Be- uh, Bethany? I think I Bethany's remember. first. Bethany, whichever one, but that's a, a totally different thing. And the laws for even DWIs are completely different in Maryland. I, I understand that in Maryland, you might be able to be charged with a DWI riding a bike drunk, which... Uh, I may or may not have done that when I went to Beach Week in those days back in, gosh, 1993, 94. Uh, those were the days. Oh, I <laughs> Those were the days without internet. Yeah. It's amazing how we got to Ocean City without a GPS device. I guess there's well, this, really only, there's only well, one Well, let's also talk about, you know, <laughs> taking videos of things at Beach Week. You know, a lot of us take, a lot of kids take Beach week and graduation, they take lots of videos of what they're doing at any particular moment. Um, yep, and they, and they, then they, they post like, a lot of them too. They like right. to post them everywhere. <laughs> and you do a I'm, lot of that, right, Tony? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm constantly on the social media. <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever seen a stick figure on social media, that is Tony. It's his representative figure. That's his avatar. Yeah, I'm, not, um, I'm not so sure Tony's really his real name. I just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Total. Well, his real name is Anthony. Okay. Wow, that's true. His name is Anthony. That is true. <laughs> so, and that listen, here's the truth: is part of the reason why many of us are here, and I'm not speaking for Ann, Tony, or or Anna. Part of the reason why we're still here is because we didn't have phones when we were kids. We didn't have this this idea of recording things that we thought were cool or us doing stupid things and then texting them out to our friends. That's what gets half the people that I know, and I use half a lot, but of course these are exaggerations or maybe estimates, but that's what gets a lot of people in trouble. They end up posting something stupid on the internet and now they just told everybody what they were doing on July 4th, you know, shooting firecrackers, another thing people have to worry about. You know, it's like, like let's, let's think, don't record anything. Don't be, don't be that guy. Don't be that woman. Don't be that, that person. Just don't record anything on your phones. You know, what happens at Beach Week stays at Beach Week. I mean, that's the way you got to think about it. I mean, you know, this is also, Beach Week is also an opportunity to decide that you're going to take that topless picture you've always wanted to take and send it to somebody else and it's posted on the internet. And if you're underage, well, you've just caused a problem for yourself since if you're under 18, that's a, that's the dissemination of child pornography, perhaps. Um, and depending on what jurisdiction you're in, that can be problematic. We call it sexting, but it's, it is something that teenagers do. And then they force our children to go to all sorts of seminars and have it in PE class. And they tell people don't send topless pictures of yourself. And those classes are great because that's, if your kid hadn't thought about doing that, then that's usually when they start thinking about doing that. But and we know you're going to make mistakes. You don't necessarily need to document them. But, you know, what does this all have to do with the criminal law? And we sort of touched on it. This is a time where we all kind of want to let go, but letting go of your common sense is going to land you into some trouble. And then you have to end up shelling out money for, you know, Anne, Alberto, Anthony, you know, maybe me. But really, 
um, it's, it, this is a summer to have fun and it's summer to stay safe. Um, and if COVID, COVID is going out the door and people are getting vaccinated, but it's just time to, it's time to have a nice time, but it's also time not to, not to hurt ourselves and other people. Yeah. And that's important, I think, to include other people because the problem with drinking and drugs is it reduces your ability to think properly. Uh, and you might do things that you normally wouldn't do. You might get into a fight with somebody. You might act disorderly on the street and get arrested for disorderly conduct. Or you might get into problems with the police who are trying to stop you from being drunk in public. And you might escalate your situation just by acting out with the police. And so when you're when you have the drugs and the alcohol that go along with trying to have fun, it reduces your ability to act rationally. And I think it just kind of com complicates all the issues. And I, and I think there's going to be an actual increase in enforcement during these next couple of months, because, like I said, COVID, everyone was inside. Police officers were, well, I mean, traffic was down, so police officers weren't out uh, patrolling as much as they would have normally. Now you have this huge amount of people who are going to be going out. Maybe the gas prices will keep them walking, but, uh, you know, people are going to be going out, hanging out, hitting the bars, uh, seeing each other. Uh, there's going to be a lot of pent-up energy that's going to be released one way or the other, and I fear that that will be done, uh, like Tony said, you might get into some sort of an aggressive type environment. You might uh, get to a barbecue and people are talking about whether or not the vaccine is true or, or effective. And next thing you know, you have a battle. You just, you know, there's just so much that's going out there right now. Uh, I do know, generally speaking, and I don't know what's going to happen this year, because during COVID, uh, domestic violence seemed to go up. As far as my practice, I, I think I saw a lot more domestic violence cases, a lot more uh, protective order cases, uh, calls for those. And I think it's because people were inside. And the other thing about the summer is when it's hot outside, people tend to go inside at night or I mean, during the day and then and stay inside because of the, the air conditioning. And next thing you know, whatever stress you have, whatever tensions you have, they start to, to really weigh on people and, you know, things happen. Arguments begin. So... It's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm I'm super excited for the summer because it's going to be a summer that's somewhat back to normal personally for everybody. And I think it's going to be great for us as a whole. But I also do worry about some of the consequences out there. There's a lot of new laws that are coming out there. We touched on the marijuana laws. We touched on, you know, lots of things that are changing that, that we don't know how exactly they're going to be enforced. So uh, there's a lot of uh, unknown. So I'm excited. I think I think a lot of people also think that because of all the new criminal justice reform laws and things that we're not going to see as much, that not, there are not as many crimes and they can do more of what they want to do. But I would caution people to say they the crimes they're really going to be going after and they're, they're going to spend their resources on are going to be the violent crimes. You get in a bar fight, domestic assault, any anything like that, anything where they can now just focus on those cases instead of things like trespassing and other cases like that. We're going to start seeing, you know, if things get out of control this summer, you're definitely going to see people getting arrested, you know, DUIs, that type of thing. If those go up. But um, I think it's I important think for people to know that the police haven't gone away just because we've reformed some of the ways that we interact with the police. And during COVID, I've noticed that DUI enforcement has stayed relatively high uh, compared to some of the other enforcement. And I think with the new marijuana law. That's going to add a whole new variable into it that a lot of people aren't going to be thinking about what they're doing. They're going to smoke marijuana and then go driving and they might get pulled over for driving while intoxicated by or driving while under the influence of drugs. I wonder what that stat is, because I think it's because, you know, fewer cars were on the road and the ones who were on the road seems like they were intoxicated. 
it could have been it. <laughs> it's like, but, <laughs> yeah, let me just follow this guy at two o'clock in the morning because, you know, I know there's no, there's nothing open. <laughs> and next thing you know, DUI. And, you know, hey, we get retained. So it's not all bad. <laughs> Well, I, I, I love that Alberto is looking at the positive. So if y'all get in trouble, his pocketbook gets fatter. So you should want Alberto to get poorer by not committing any crimes this summer. I, yeah. You know, if I had a last me- message about Beach Week would be, and Beach Week and graduations in summertime is to be like, for parents, really reconsider apply, uh, supplying alcohol or drugs to your children. Um, it generally does not go well, but reconsider that because you can be charged with things and something bad can happen and it's on your watch. And with kids, we know you're going to have fun. We know you're going to be presented with a lot of strong choices. Just you know, use as much judgment as you actually have. And if somebody is in danger, if someone's hurt, you know, please you know, use your judgment and call 911, call the police you know, when, if somebody is, is sick or hurt, because you do not want that on your conscience. And I say, have a safe and fun summer as we get out of this pandemic. Any additional comments? I think that was good. All right. Well, somebody will close it out, I guess. Follow what everyone else is doing. Peer pressure is still a thing. And just because your friends want to do something or you think it looks like a good idea, um, just know that it can lead you into some trouble. And it's, it gets warmer out and it's nicer and COVID opens up. Like it means more and more people out and about, which puts you in danger of being bit in bigger groups and maybe getting involved in things you otherwise shouldn't or might not have been without the people that are around you. So just be smart. I don't know what that was, but I think someone just screamed past Tony's house. <laughs> they they and, did. And yet, and yet another clue as to where he lives. And I think it might be Beirut. <laughs> I'm not sure. Thanks for joining us on Crime Time with Virginia Defense Attorneys. We hope you listen to our next episode. 